Welcome, everyone, to the Circle Debate Podcast, MMA episode number five. It's the host of Devious One and the moderator here, alongside with my brothers from another mother's uh, West Side family, the West Coast over here in the East Family. West Side! And I'm right here with El Director, the Director. So, what and only. I'm going to make sure that you're on camera, you're there, you know. Right here? Yeah. Here? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> what and only, Chris Kennedy, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, we have the Modest Brothers. The modest of pain. <laughs> the modest of pain, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, our brothers from other mothers from the Championship on the Line podcast, ladies and gentlemen, Alex and Richard Modest. But hold on, I, I gotta introduce someone very. <clears throat> oh, yeah. yeah, this is the reigning, the bending, <laughs> Tapology World Heavyweight Champion, Alex Modest. That's right. Give me a bigger head, Ivan. <laughs> yeah. let, him, let him have it, bro, because he's gonna lose. I'm thinking about putting that in my Instagram or my. <laughs> I think it's going on my resume at the bottom. <laughs> and, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, I have the man that will whoop Alice's ass on top of Alice coming up this weekend. Oh. The coach! The coach himself. What's going on, guys? <laughs> that is right. Ladies and gentlemen, so this week on episode five of the MMA, we're going to just give our predictions. For the upcoming event this weekend for UFC 260 and Gano and But before we touch the card, I want to go actually bring up one thing that came into breaking news, and I want to get everyone's thoughts about it. So we did hear about the announcement for UFC 262. Now we got Oliveira versus Michael Chandler for the lightweight championship belt. So what does this mean for Gaethje and Poirier? So I'm going to go with you, coach. What was that a right decision to well, give Chandler that? Well, Poirier, Poirier's chasing the money at this point. I think he knows he's he's kind of the undisputed champion or the uncrowned champion, as they say. The you BMF. Know, knows, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, he knows he's the champ. I think at this point he's so much later in his career that yeah, he wants the title, but he wants to make sure he has that money in his pocket for when he does end that career, he's set for life, you know, or for you know, at least his kids are set up, his family's safe. So I get it. In his point of view, I get it. Go get that third Connor fight. You know, go go beat Connor, make some more money, raise your name up, a stock more, get more cut of the pay-per-views when you do fight for the title. It'd be fantastic. Like, I understand where Poirier is coming from. Gaethje, Gaethje, I just feel like they left the bot on this one. I don't know. What does he really have to do? I mean, I mean, uh, Ferguson's out because Ferguson's fighting uh, Dariush. So there's no fight there. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only one that would make sense at this point would probably be Hooker. The hooker just literally got out of the hotel like not too long ago. So I don't know how quickly he wants to make a return. Plus, he got blasted in his last fight. So I think he wants to take a break, especially when he was considering retirement for a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't know. That really leaves Gaethje out on the cold, honestly, yeah. in my in my perspective. As far as for Chandler and and Oliveira, that's perfect. Makes sense. Oliveira's coming from Winna beating Ferguson. Uh Chandler just looked fantastic, probably one of the best UFC debuts you could ever have by putting out Hooker. A great knockout. And Ga- <laughs> you know, Gaethje, unfortunately, he lost his last fight. And he looked bad. You know, he looked, he had zero ground game in that fight. That mm-hmm. just exposed him too, so much. I think that, that the UFC is just like, let's not take that risk. Basically, we put him against Oliveira. Look, Oliveira will eat him up on the ground. Like, it's not going to make sense. Because the only one you could give, really give it to if it's not Poirier, it's Oliveira. And you okay. put Oliveira in there, he's going to take Gaethje down one way or another, take his back, choke him out, do something, arm bar him, triangle him, put him to sleep. It's not, it's not going to be exciting, you know? It's not going to be, well, mm. if you put Chandler in there, who's got some solid resting, good takedown defense, 
Uh, you know, we'll see where his jiu-jitsu is at for that fight because Oliveira is a whole different, you know, level. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but it, it's going to be an exciting fight, I think. I mean, it's going to be great. Can Oliveira, you know, keep it enough distance where he doesn't get knocked out by Chandler's power? Can Chandler stop the takedowns? You know, defend the jiu-jitsu enough to survive and win the fight? We'll see. Should be a fun fight. Especially as Oliveira's striking has gotten so much better, too. I mean, he's at a different level, too, now in his striking. Before, he was a complete jiu-jitsu fighter, but now he's, you know, he's a well-rounded MMA fighter. So, oh, a fun fight to watch. Definitely, definitely. Do you agree with that, Richard? Do you agree? Oh, uh, I, I like, I mean, I like Oliveira. He deserves it. So does uh, Chandler. But I got to go with Chandler. I mean, I'm a little biased because of his wrestling background. <laughs> and uh, somewhere, I'm, yeah, I started wrestling, so of course I'm going to pick him. But it's not just that, just his power in that right hand. I mean, He's coming along. He's evolving so much as a mixed martial artist. He has the ground game. He has the wrestling. I mean, uh, the standing, the stand-up. So, yeah, I think he has the whole package to defeat Oliveira. It just – one thing that worries me, like he was saying, is his jiu-jitsu. Oliveira is very dangerous in the ground. But as a wrestler, I could see him just going side control, mount, ground and pound, you know, doing it the smart way to get the victory. But, yeah, I got to I gotta pick with Chandler for sure. All right. Director. Everything um, Coach said is absolutely what I was going to say. Um, Jorge's, I don't know if he has thoughts about that fight being booked, but if he did, I mean, he's allowed to have them. But the Connor fight, that's the money fight. And then I think the winner of that should maybe get the winner of Chandler Oliveira. That'd be cool. That makes oh, sense yeah. to me. Uh, but, yeah, Gacy is absolutely iced out because if you look at the top, I have the rankings up right now. The top 10 to 11 are all fucking booked up, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah, if you look at this, the only person who I can't name off the top of my head doesn't have a fight, and I actually think he does. I just don't know who it is against. It's Dos Anjos. Yeah. But I, I do think he might have someone talking about him. Uh, I think someone brought his name up in a shout-out recently. Uh, yeah, Dan Hooker's, you know, I think other side of the world. Darius, I mean, is Gatesby going to be number two and fight Paul Felder at 55? Is Paul Felder even still in the 55-pound division sometimes? Yeah, I think he takes the last-minute fights uh, at 170 because he didn't have the cut. Islam, Kevin Lee, I, I Quinta Gregor just Gregor Gillespie fight just got canceled. Like, yeah, he either can take the risk of fighting someone who is heavily outside of his ranking, which he's not opposed to fighting anybody in the roster. Uh, but there's also that risk of losing to that guy. And now I think you know Gagey goes from two to ten in one night, or he can sit it out and see what happens. Um, it's just bad luck. I think it's just I don't think that the UFC is deliberately. I mean, I guess kind of. Yeah, you know, the Chandler thing, Chandler definitely did take a spot. Now that I say it out loud, that, that should have been Gaethje. Um The Chandler hype train is real, though, because it's not a hype train. It is a well-earned spot. Uh, it just sucks that Gaethje is the victim of uh, that spot getting it's taken. It's real, and it's a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, think, I, think, I don't think Chandler is at much of a risk of getting subbed as any of the other names in the conversation. And that's not because of how not good Oliveira is, because that statement will never be true. It's just how good his defense is and his hands are. Mm. Um, I, I see Chandler getting it done pretty freaking quickly, honestly. I think it's going to be just like the Dan Hooker thing. I think it's going to probably stuff a takedown, maybe break a clinch, pass a body lock, and smash with a right hand just on the break. Definitely, definitely. All right, champ, talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean like like uh, jose said i mean i think it's probably it's financial financially it makes sense for him to take mcgregor i mean obviously it would make a much bigger payday than fighting for the title um and then i think um Oliveira, 
I mean, I think we all agree, Oliver, if they were going to choose two guys to fight for the title, Oliver's name is in that list, you know, especially what he did to Tony. Um, but I think I would like to see him fight Gaethje because Gaethje did just fight for the title. And, he, you know, he did lose to Khabib. I still think he should be up there for, for a title shot. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm still happy with Chandler. But the fact that, you know, if Chandler does win, he makes history. You know, he'll be the guy that has a Bellator title and also UC title. So I think with him, it's going to be more exciting. But I think, I think Chandler I think Chandler gets it to stand up. I think he, get, he knocks him out, I think. I think he knocks out Oliveira. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be an exciting fight, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. But, uh, oh yeah. definitely. It's going to be so exciting. But, uh, yeah, but I, I think Chandler wins it. Yeah, I mean, I agree. He could make history here. Just one fighter, you know, making his debut and then the next one fighting for the belt. Yeah. And no, winning the belt? Person. Shit. That's uh, history to I'll, make. Yeah, I, I could probably name more than one other fight, but the big one off the top of the head is Anderson Silva. Rich Franklin got that fight after one oh, fight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's, I mean, Rampage, Rampage had it, he, Marvin Eastman, then Chuck. Uh, Dan came into the UFC with the two uh, pride titles and technically defended them both for unification, losing both to Anderson and Rampage. Those sort of count. But yes, um, it's not many. It's definitely not many as far as coming mm-hmm. and having one fight. You know, it took Bisbing 25 years to win the title. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Soto almost got it on 12, uh, 12, 12 minutes notice against Peter Dillashaw. So it, it's history for sure. No matter, you know, it's been less than five times I can think of. Uh, all right. Definitely. Definitely. All right. So now let's jump in to UFC 260. Now let's go ahead and jump up to the main card. Yeah, there's only four matches in, in this card. I mean, in Interesting. Uh, but we do have what three in the early pre, you know, early prelims, three other ones later on in the afternoon, and then yeah, yeah. four. So it's it, uh, very three, short, very short card. Three, three, I'm what surprised. Is that, 10 three, three plus four is ten. Yeah, math is yeah. hard. <laughs> <laughs> ten fights in total. That's yeah, it. That's, uh, it. It's kind of refreshing, but it's also not in a sense because I can watch like I've watched two UFC cards that have started back to back. Australia to Germany was like started 7 to midnight and then midnight to 4 a.m. and I watched all like 22 of those fights mm-hmm. without even question and I'll sit through 13 fights and drink coffee and be like how am I going to stay awake for this I just do it so 10 fights is in a, in a way kind of refreshing yeah it's, it's old school I mean the original like golden era dark age cards were only 10 fights so like it yeah. is what it is man it is what it is yeah definitely now, before we even touch the main card I want to get you guys to start who are your you know, what What match in the prelims are you guys are interested to see? So I'll go with, back to you, Coach. Who do you feel on the prelims that you're looking forward to see? Uh, let's see. I think on this one, I think it's going to be exciting to see. Uh, I think it's it's number, it's Khabib's. Is it his brother or his cousin that's on the fight? I forget. Um, uh, I got it right here. Let's I pull that Wikipedia up. Open new tab. That is. Yeah, I, I always forget. I can't remember which. I know he's got a brother and one. In the PFL or a cousin of the PFL, or it's vice versa. There's one on PFL and one that's in the UFC. And I always get them mixed up. It's Notable Rebel, it's his cousin. His cousin. Okay, so yeah. his cousin. Yeah, that should be a fun fight to see where, uh, you know, how that smash power of the get-offs comes into play. Yeah, so it'd be, I think that's going to be a fun fight. It's underrated, you know, it's under the, in the prelim card, but I think that'll be a fun fight to watch. All right, all right. I'll keep my eye on that one for sure. Definitely. Director, do you have one? 
Hell yeah, I have one. I brought this up before it got canceled last time, I think two cards ago, and that's going to be Jillian Robinson versus Miranda Maverick. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Miranda Maverick, that's her real name. Maverick, it's not like a nickname, like, you know, with uh, John McCain or anything like that. Um, she, I've, I've compared her to a uh, female, Matt Hughes. She is very young, very young. Debuted in Victor when she was like 19. Uh, four years ago, my yeah, it's exactly 19. Um, and is so strong. She literally works on a farm lifting bales of hay and wrestling with her dad. That is her training regimen. It's very Matt Hughes-esque. Um, just a strong corn-fed white girl <laughs> that will pick you, up, pick you up and slam you, take you on the ground and smash you, um, and she's only getting better. And not that she's a character on the mic, but her, she does talk on the mic. She's really good at speaking her mind on the mic, calling her shots, calling her fights. Um, but if she's on the undercard, or if she's even on the main card, she's always going to be the one to watch, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. All right. Richard? That's the fight I was going to pick as well. You know, like you said it perfectly. You know, she's kind of Matt Hughes-esque. Um, she had great Invicta career. One of her big wins was versus, uh, I believe it was Perla Gonzalez, which was a big win in her career. And I like this fight because she's kind of coming in the heavy favorite. But Jillian is no slouch. Um, I think she's coming off a loss. I know she comes with a great camp from, uh, I think, uh, American Top Team with Dean Thomas. So that says, you know, a lot. So... It's going to be an exciting fight, but I'd like to see how Robertson's going to approach this. Her back is against the wall. She's ranked number 15. I know I follow her a lot on Instagram, and she's always saying, I have to be at least top 10. I've been fighting for the last few years. So this is a big fight for her to see if she could jump into, you know, at least the top 12 or 10 uh, rankings. But, yeah, I still uh, – favoring – I mean, I like Jillian, but, yeah, i got to give it for Miranda. Yeah. Yeah, I have the odds pulled up in that, and it is um... – they don't have UFC didn't put up the um, the betting odds, but Tapology does have the favorite odds, and Miranda Maverick has seventy five percent of the votes. I guess um, that's obviously not the Vegas stats, which mm -hmm. are what matters most, but that looks about correct in my opinion. All right, definitely, definitely. All right, champ, what do you got? <laughs> um, I'm excited for the return of Jessica Penne. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so glad that you know that the. Uh, UC kept her and the fact that she's, you know, first fight since like 2017. So she's had Jeez. such a long way off of injuries. So years, man, for some and when it comes to women martial arts, she's such a pioneer. I mean, she's been there for such a long time. And I think I believe she was like the first ever Victa, like Adam Weight champion. So, you know, <clears throat> she had built such a great career in the, uh, in the Victa. So it's gonna be exciting, man. I can't wait. You know, to see, you know, man. 2017 is a long time, so let yeah. see how she looks. And she's and, a, uh, part of the Bad Girls Club from Orange County that I love with uh, Carla Esparza mm -hmm. and Ashley Evans, who is uh, just awesome. The whole, I, I mean, yeah, the whole click, the, is it self She was an ultimate fighter, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. No, sorry, Kona Yama. Kona Yama was, like, was at one point, like, the head of their, their, their crew. And she was considered some, one of the best at one point. In her career, she was considered one of the best fighters in the, in the strawweight division now we'll, we'll see uh, how she looks i'm excited for it all right definitely i'm looking forward to it myself then i'm not actually now I'll sit down and watch this because i gotta get my typology right you know, <laughs> so i have to make sure so which uh remember chris get ready all right and so <laughs> all right so so, so, so <laughs> have, for, for everyone at home you have 
until an hour before the fights to make your picks because something could change in the betting odds or an injury or something you see at the weigh-ins. You can change your picks up until an hour before the first fight. So whatever picks are made tonight, unfortunately, if Alex changes them before now and then, it's hey. all game. He's picking no. the worst picks on purpose, okay? <laughs> right. That's <a> smart, man. <laughs> Standbagging. Uh, what's that movie with the um, the Hustler? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's move on to the main card now. Let's go ahead and break down the main card for UFC 260. So and there's only with- four fights in the main card, right? Yeah, so, yeah. four yeah, yeah. fights. That's it. Volkanovski fight got moved. Or, yeah, no. that's a shame. Does this mean they're going to cut off the fights? Huh? Does this mean that they're going to cut off the price at least? Because... I know, right? That's such a big yeah, right. fight, too. So you think Dana White's going to do that? <laughs> this, whole thing, this whole if you take out that main event, it's a fight night. You know, if you put the Tyron uh, Vicente Luke fight exactly. as a main event and take off the Miocic fight, it's a main. It's, it's totally a free fight on ESPN. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, all right. So let's uh, let's break it down. And so the first fight we have Jamie. Mokeri, am I pronouncing it correctly? Someone help Malarkey. me. Malarkey. 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 Hey, I've been reading all day, all right? I've been American swear word. Malarkey. Malarkey. There you go. Excuse me. Hey, come on, words. Hey, I've been on long meetings all day today. So. <laughs> I feel you, brother. I feel you. I haven't. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you haven't. So I'm, just for I'm that, gonna, you I go have... first. Now, uh, all right. All right. Um, Wow, yeah. Um, this is uh, – it's the best that the UFC could do for a, for a, main, for a main card pay-per-view opener, I guess. Um, both are coming off of losses. Malarkey's coming off the of two decision losses. But Worthy is coming off a devastating KO to Ottman Al-Zaitar, who uh, may or may not still be with the company for a sack of potatoes getting smuggled into a hotel room in Abu Dhabi. We found out oh, that – yeah. Sack yeah. of fucking potatoes that were getting smuggled in through the hotel back for me. I don't uh, believe that, but all right. Yeah, if by potatoes you mean other things, maybe. But yeah, maybe. I don't even know why you would. Yeah, yeah I don't understand. Yeah. Those potatoes um, are laced. <laughs> <laughs> those are some of those uh, Canelo tacos. These are, yeah. you know, yeah. potatoes. <laughs> tacos con papa right there. Yeah, there, you go. there you go. Um, so what I'm looking at here is that uh, Malarkey lost two decisions. So those are three round beatings where um, Worthy was on a one, two, three, four, like six, seven fight win streak until he lost in a minute. Uh, the odds are definitely heavily in Worthy's favor, and most of his fights are finished by knockout. So I am going to give him a TKO in round two um, based on just the averages that I see in the numbers. Um, losing to Ottman is no shame, especially when it's quick like that. That guy just comes out and kills you pretty, pretty efficiently within the first round. That's how he deals with most of his opponents. Um, so it's not exactly a, a, a beatdown over the course of 15 minutes. So I think Worthy probably has a better chance to come back from a loss and deal with that loss than someone who's been down, you know, upwards of six rounds in a row um, in the past year or two, like Malarkey has. Um, so that will be my pick. All right. Richard, who do you got on this one? Um, I got to agree, agree with uh, Chris. You know, uh, Worthy, you know, he has a stellar career outside of UFC. You know, coming off a tough loss, but his UFC record, you know, still young, two and one. Uh, his biggest win so far is to Luis Pena, who's no slouch either. Yeah. Uh, the statistics don't lie. You know, 16 wins, nine, uh, nine of those are KO. So I see a KO win for Worthy. Malarkey's 
you know, back against the wall. So I like to, that's what I like to see also. He's going to have to come out with, you know, guns blazing. He's 0-2 in the UFC. With this loss, he might be cut. They're making a lot of cuts lately. So he's going to have to do something. But, yeah, worthy for sure, KO. KO round two? Yeah, I can see round two, yeah. I would say that too. All right. All right, champion. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go worthy on this one. Um, I just feel like uh, – I like, what I like about him is he always goes for the finish. He was always – He's always going for the kill, which I like, you know, especially we did with Devontae Smith and then Pena. And he's coming off a loss, so I feel like he's going to come back uh, much stronger and he's going to be much prepared. And But then again, Malarkey, he's fighting for his job, you know, so we don't know, you know, how he's going to come off for this one. Um, but, yeah, I see Worthy coming off the win. I think uh, finish probably in the first round. First round TKO? And Andrew subs. Yeah. Which one? Submission Worthy. For strikes. Um, I think strikes. Okay, cool. Okay, perfect. All right, coach. Yeah, um, just from seeing uh, Worthy's resume, I mean, he's got a great resume. I mean, he was on that what seven fight win streak before he got put his lights out by Ottoman, uh, which is no like you know like Chris said, that's, he's no slouch. It's not a bad defeat at all. Uh, Worthy's what twelve and four, only four losses, but unfortunately, it's, the two losses are recent, both in the UFC. So he's definitely fighting for his career. Uh, I think you're going to see Worthy coming back, and I think he's going to win, but I'm going to go with decision. I think he's going to be a little more Ooh. hesitant on rushing it to try and get the kill just because he's coming off that big knockout. So look for him to win and be a little more strategic on this fight, I think, and I, I go decision on this fight for Worthy. Nice. Yeah. All right. I'm going to agree with you on that, Coach. I'm with you on that. I'm going to go Worthy decision as well because, yeah, he does look kind of hesitant, and I don't think he – I don't know. He's going to get too nervous, in my opinion. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't think he wants to get knocked out like that yeah. again. Mm-hmm. You know? And especially the way the UFC's been cutting people. Malarkey yeah. definitely has to has to win. Do I see him being able to win this fight? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know? So, I think he, he's definitely on the chopping block. But I think Worthy doesn't want to get to that point in his career right now. You know, he was on a, such a hot streak. I think he wants to keep it w- going and win again. So I think he's going to play a smart, get that decision, win, and, and win the fight. I don't think he's going to risk his chin uh, to get, you know, put out again. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. All right. So we got the next one coming up is Sean O'Malley versus Ooh. Thomas Almeria. So, director, I'll go back to you. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just now looking up that they did, obviously, um, officially diagnose what caused O'Malley to lose the Marlon Vera fight. Um, and the doctor's consensus was uh, strikes by Marlon Vera. <laughs> <laughs> so, professionally, uh, he lost that fight. Uh, you know, the, the cause of loss was leg kick strikes um, that did not result in a permanent or long, uh, you know, long form injury, like a torn ACL or something, something like that. Um, so, how he recovers and how he humbles himself, I don't think he's humbling himself at all. No. Um, I haven't been paying attention to the social media. I don't know if I still follow them. I don't would have had, I, when I follow somebody, I don't unfollow them unless they post some stupid shit or nudity. Uh, I don't <laughs> think he's done. Hopefully, he's not done either of those. If he has, let me know. Um, I'll, I'll look that up. But um, <laughs> how he comes back, I don't see him changing his game and his style. Sorry, pick up being from water. That's uh, weird. I don't see him changing his style or his attitude. Um, Thomas Almeida, when he debuted in his first couple of fights after that, the dude was just a human whirlwind of razor blades and flying knees and 
spinning shit. It was straight out of like your little brother spamming Mortal Kombat moves. We saw that um, in a lot of his early fights. And um, I, I think he still has that style, even though he's losing with that style. I think O'Malley is good on the on the feet. His hands are solid. Um, and he's patient enough where I think he can withstand some flashy shit and kind of do what he did to um, Eddie Win Win Weinstein. Weinstein. Weinland. Eddie Weinland. Weinland. Yeah. Where he Come on, bro. Enough. WC legend. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know where wine's here. I don't know. Anyways, um, that's a different story. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, uh, yeah, I think um, Sean O'Malley can use some patience and slip boxing and kind of get in and, and, and crack him a few times. Maybe TKO in the first round, kind of like how Cody got Thomas. Oh, yeah. Um, I know MMA math is, isn't real. But that's just how I see the game plans going right now. I don't think that leg injury was caused by actual damage. That was definitely not a freak accident. Shook O'Malley's game plan and his and his attitude. So I think TKO. Actually, I think face down KO round one by O'Malley. Mm. I think Chandler didn't Chandler have the same kind of situation happen to him in Bellator too. Like yeah, yes. uh, he got capped right? right. His his leg went dead. Right. Yeah, like, it was a yeah. low, He recovered though in the match, in the in the no. fight. Right? Did he recover? No, he I think stopped they stopped it. it. They, they stopped, stopped it because he couldn't like put it. He could he put weight on that leg. Foot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, 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 technically, it's called foot drop, but it's 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 an injury causes it. You just hit a nerve, and your leg just doesn't correspond. It's right. like severing an electrical cable, and then your PlayStation doesn't work. It's the same thing. Yeah. And it was against uh, Primus, yeah. right? Say again. It was against. Yeah, Primus. was it? The, it was. Yeah, I think it was a Brent Primus fight. Yeah, I think you're okay. right. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, that's what I got. I got a uh, I got a face plant. I made it down KO by O'Malley round one. Ooh, wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Richard. <laughs> um, I pretty much just see the same, but I see round two. Um, I think he's gonna fill out a little bit the first round, do some flashy shit, and then <laughs> second round go for the KO. Um, you know, O'Malley is coming off that loss, like uh Chris, you know, said it pretty well. Uh it was pretty much a leg injury, you know, they didn't get enough credit to Marlon, all the haters, you know, saying, Oh, you know giving him all this, so much flack, but he lost because, you know, he kicks her a bitch pretty much. And, uh, yeah, pretty much I'm, I'm going to go with O'Malley. He last lost in August. I mean, his statistics speak for himself. You know, out of his 12 wins, he has eight knockouts. Almeida is no slouch. I mean, he came in his UFC career, you know, guns blazing. He was a contender at one point. But looking at, you know, his last five fights, I believe he was one and four. He's a losing streak of three losses. So not really looking well. It's kind of I wouldn't say a tune-up fight, but kind mm -hmm. of is for O'Malley. Just fill it, fill it, fill it out, and get a impressive highlight, real win. So, yeah, second round knockout for O'Malley. All right, Alex. Um, it's kind of sad because at one point Alameda was, you know, he was like the hype. You know, he was like the guy. He was climbing up the rankings, and he just never was the same after Cody Garbrandt that fight. Mm -hmm. that oh yeah. Up. He was never Funny the same. going into that fight, too, which is absurd. Yeah. Especially because like, fights were in Brazil. That's a hard yeah. record to get down there. Uh, he beat Brett Pickett at one time, too. Yeah. He owed him with a knee. Yeah. And, yeah, and then he was like, the, he was the legacy FC champ, too. You know, and, uh, yeah, he just was never the same after Cody. So, you know, I feel like if he does lose this, I feel like he will, he will get released because it'll be four in a row. You know, and he hasn't. You know, so it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see. You know, I, 
I feel like the real reason why they put him against Mali, like Rich said, it's like it's a tune-up. You know, if O'Malley, I feel like they want O'Malley to get his confidence back up, you know, especially after the Vera fight and they picked Alameda, you know, and uh, it would be cool to see Alameda win. Uh, I'm not going to lie, it would be, it'll be cool to see him win, especially. Yeah, it'd be, really, it'd be hilarious, actually. It'd be great. Yeah. Not that I don't like O'Malley, it would just be funny. He oh, might yeah. be cut too, as well. His back is against the wall. O'Malley? No. Oh, no, I'm talking Alameda. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sure. it's, uh, sorry, guys, it's Almeida. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh, please. Please, guys. Let's go. Almeida. We can say Almeida. Let's go. Come on. Almeida. <laughs> exactly. Almeida. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, O'Malley. Um, I'll see it second or third round. TKO. Um, yeah. Uh, fortunately, I wish Almeida, uh, Almeida would win, but I just don't see it happening. Um, it would, like I said, if he was to get this win, I feel like his career would go back, you know, back on top, especially, you know, he would, if he beats O'Malley, oh my God, he would, oof, he would ruin so many things for O'Malley because oh, I feel yeah. like they have a lot of things planned for O'Malley, especially if he wins this fight. So if he does, he ruins some plans for him. And I don't think Dana would be too happy either. Um, <laughs> no. So. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, uh, but unfortunately, I, I just see, I don't see it happening. I see O'Malley winning and uh, I see him stopping him in the second or third round. So, which one do you choose more, second or third? <laughs> We're holding you to this, as you know, your, your uh, topology is uh, being recorded right now. <laughs> probably, uh, I'll go second. All right, second. All right, second. I want to make sure. Second, third, He's uh, lying. same thing. <laughs> He's lying. <laughs> All right, coach. Yeah, you know what? This is an interesting fight. Almeida coming off that three-fight losing skid. It's tough. Uh, the only thing with I thought with his last fight, you know, his back was against the wall. You don't want to get that third loss, and he just didn't. He didn't show up again. He didn't have that fire to want to, like, finish the fight or win it at the end or pull out. You know, kind of leave it on the line in the third round. I feel like he didn't do that in the third round. So I don't, I don't see Almeida winning this fight. Uh, I don't see him Honestly, I, I could see O'Malley. I'm um, seeing O'Malley win the fight. I definitely don't think he's going to change anything in his game plan. I think him and Connor won the same camp. They didn't, you know, trade, uh, you know, practice those low kicks. So they didn't know what it was like to get low kicked in the calf kick or something. I don't know, which is kind of hurdle for me, but whatever. Um, so, but I don't think that's going to change anything in his game plan. He's still going to come out flashy, come out aggressive. But Almeida's tough, man. Like he doesn't, you know, he's been put away, what, uh, Cody Garbrandt was one, and I think Rob Font put him out with a head kick, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, I mean, I mean, two good fighters, but I, I just don't see him getting put out. I think he's going to come out still strong. Not win the fight, still give a decent, you know, decent performance. Like, he's kind of been doing just decent enough to where I, I think he's going to lose, but he's going to be a third round. Uh, it's going to be a decision. I'm going to go with wow. decision on this one. I see O'Malley going to win it, but I, I think he isn't going to have enough to put out Almeida. Uh, God, decision, huh? Okay. Yeah. I, it is tough. This is uh, this is an extremely tough fight. Yeah, and, and I don't know. The, uh, the thing that doesn't bother me with uh, uh, O'Malley is just he didn't give enough credit to Cheeto. I thought Cheeto came out with a great game plan when he beat him, and I think he was just really like kind of like immature about it and just like didn't give the guy credit. No, he's was like, no, man, he, he got low kick. He worked his game plan. He worked his kicks, and he, you know, he beat you with a good solid game plan. I, I don't know. I think that kind of mentality kind of is what makes me doubt him that he might be able mm -hmm. to put out what put away Almeida. Because uh, Almeida's tough, man. He's not going to be an easy guy to just, you know, 
put him away. And I think Almeida should – hopefully he's going to be smart enough to know that his, his career is on the line with the UFC with three losses in a row. And hopefully he puts on a better fight. But, you know, we'll see. He hasn't done it so far. So, no, he can't hasn't. say he will. Can't say he will. Yeah, I agree. And it, What's it's, your prediction, Ivan? Uh, it's, it's tough. It, it's tough coming from a, you know, three three losses, you know, on a losing streak. You're might mm-hmm. be cut. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, this is like well, O'Malley's like comeback pretty much. It's two number. Yeah. Like I said earlier, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Almeida's so talented too. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know. He like, had all the talent, man. Like when he was coming yeah, in, they're, they're so calling talented. him the next Aldo. You know. Yeah. They're calling him the next yeah. Aldo, like his. His striking was There's on so point. Like he, on he was super sharp in his stand-up. And, yeah, like he said, that after that Cody fight, like, man, he just hasn't been the same. I mean, he got a victory after that against Morales, but he still hasn't, I don't know. Jimmy Rivera beat him pretty well. Rob Fon knocked him out. And then he has his last loss, decision loss, I think, to Martinez. So. It's sad because know. if he loses this fight and he gets released, he's pretty much like a bust. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much, yeah. yeah. I mean, on this one... Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with O'Malley decision too, man. I think I think uh, Almeida is gonna put like a, a tough fight all three rounds. Yeah, and I think it's gonna be a close. I I my opinion, it's gonna be might be close, but I, and, but I, but Sean's gonna win it though. It just it sucks. Yeah, because he I'm knows that Almeida might. The smart move might be to land some of those leg kicks low early in the fight and see yeah. what happens. And he's you know, got good of, kicks, man. He's got he's, yeah, he's yeah, definitely really. a solid kicker, man. His legs are razor or like uh, samurai swords, and he can throw them just as accurately as anyone else that can. We, um, yeah. Like, well, he does uh, come out of that shooter box. So, I mean, shooter box is known yeah. for their kicks. So, yeah. if he throws some of those leg kicks just to feel out O'Malley, um, and if they land, that's money in the bank in the later rounds. So, that is a possible good game plan. Um, as someone who is an armchair quarterback with Cheeto fingers would predict, <laughs> would, would, would predict you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I've never been in the cage. But uh, I, I would like to see if that's something that's a professional would think is a smart idea. Yeah. It's just surprising to me how many guys are coming out saying that they, they weren't ready for low kicks or these calf kicks. I mean, granted, well, somebody, I mean, it, I don't know. it's been around for about five, I'd say about five, four or five years that it's really yeah. been popular. You know, start with Benson Henderson. Benson Henderson, yes, sir. Benson Henderson was definitely the first mm-hmm. guy I ever saw throw a calf kick. And, you know, definitely he didn't create as much damage as guys are doing now, you know, like shutting off the leg. But to me, like, when Connor was like, oh, in his camp, we're like, oh, we didn't train that or we weren't ready. And it's like, I mean, there's kind of been a trend for a while. We've seen guys get, get you know, calf kicked pretty bad where it's, you know, really, you know, changes the, the fight, the tempo of the fight. I don't see how these guys aren't either don't know about it or aren't training mm-hmm. something or getting ready for that, that the fight. Like, you got to get ready for everything. Like, to me, it was just surprising. Like, O'Malley said kind of the same thing, but I think that's just his arrogance. I didn't train kick for a pro fight. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> what? Like and Connor, I think it's just he's been strictly concentrating on his boxing. I know he's getting ready yeah. for trying to get that um, Pacquiao, Pacquiao fight. So maybe <laughs> maybe he's just more concentrating on that. But mm-hmm. still, when his when his own coach was like, "Oh, we figure out how to stop the calf kick," it's like, oh, I think uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was. Uh, I'm like that sounded just too strange to me, especially coming from a coach. I'm mm-hmm. like, I think you should know already. That should have already been in your arsenal for your other fighters too. Like uh, yeah, something's yeah. going off. Agreed. I don't know if it was another UFC fighter, hopefully God not, or maybe an Emmy fighter, or maybe just some troll who said, like, I think low leg cap kicks should be illegal. They're too <laughs> I heard that too. I heard yeah. that. I'm and like, you're, the whole you're thread, out of your mind. And then the whole here. thread under it was people replying with, while we're at it, we need to ban punches. 
they're too effective. They stop fights <laughs> below that. We should ban repping and we should ban judges. <laughs> and we, we should ban head kicks. And then yeah, really I heard that. that. I forget who it was too. Somebody brought that up. I'm like, that. It's just nonsense. <clears throat> yeah, it's just... That's nonsense. Get out of here. <laughs> Gonna ban a calf kick. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to ban uppercuts, bro. They're too effective. Right? Yeah. Now, Derek Lewis. <laughs> thanks to Derek Lewis, nobody can uppercut ever again. <laughs> right? All right. Out of here. All right, let's move on to the next one. The next fight we got Tyron Woodley. Okay, coming back. Okay, Vicente Luki. Um, man, well, I'll, I'll start with Richard. Richard, what do you got on this one? Uh, this is a tough one because, you know, again, Woodley's, you know, 0 3. Uh, going, I mean, sorry, three losses in a row, back against the wall. He needs to do something. Uh, Vicente is no slouch. I mean, no. I think his record in UFC is 12 and three. Uh, he came into a little rocky. I think his outside uh, his outside of the UFC match was seven and four. But if you see his three losses are to, I mean, beasts in the sport. He lost to Stephen Thompson. He lost to Leon Edwards. He lost to Michael Graves, who's kind of forgotten name, but he was coming up the rank as UFC and then got cut to some outside problems. He's in the tier two in the Indies and Titan FC. But yeah, back to Luke. He's he's a dangerous fighter. 19 wins, 11 of those are by knockout. While Woodley is also, you know, a dangerous fighter. I mean, he's a world champion. He's won the Strike Force Championship. He's a UFC champion. He's beaten Stephen Wonderbar Thompson twice. He, I mean, once and in a draw. He beat Robbie Lawler, Kevin Gaslam. The list goes on. Josh Kostic, Jay Heron. I mean, the who's who in that division he's beaten. But it's just a mental block for him. I believe ever since I lost to Usman, he hasn't been the same. Um, he, he lost to Gilbert Burns and Kobe Covington, and, and Usman. I see a possibility, yeah, and Usman. So three losses in a row, and I see Luke being that fourth loss in a row, yeah. which is hard to see. It's very hard to see because Woodley is, I mean, a talented fighter. He has great wrestling. Uh, he even has some power of his own, but it's just something about it that he can't jump over that invisible wall in his, in his too, brain. Too much just, entertainment, man. This is why, that's why yeah. I was doing this. He got lazy. Yeah. He got fucking lazy, and that's why all these three fights that he lost – was because of that. He, well, I don't. I feel he's has not been focused on his career in the ring. I mean, yeah. in octagon, excuse me. Then you know, he's rapping too. Yeah, just yeah. I don't. I don't know. But I'll give my thoughts about it right after. But oh, yeah. I just. I, I mean, you could say like, oh, you know, it was. It's just difficult how to say because you could say the same thing with early career. He had a devastating loss to Nate Marquardt with an uppercut yeah. against the cage. Oof. You know, Marco was oh, fantastic yeah. on that fight in the strike oh, force. Yeah. Bro, that yeah. was like a 10 yeah, punch combo, fight. something out of a video game in that fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. It was, yeah, it was, it was beautiful. I mean, it did, like you said, it looked like something from a video game. It, I mean, he was standing and still getting knocked out. Uh, even his soul was knocked out. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he, he jumps over that. He comes to UFC, successful, wins the champion. So I don't know what's the excuse. I mean, I hope isn't. I mean, like Jana White says, once you're in those bright lights of UFC, a lot of things change mentally. Um, it doesn't help when your own boss is crapping you, crapping on you since you won the belt. Uh, but yeah, four losses in a row won't be pretty, and we'll see where he goes from there. But I gotta pick uh, Vicente. I'm gonna I'm gonna go knockout for Vicente. What round? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say third round. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. All right. I love that. All right, champ, what you got? As much as I want to pick Willie, I just can't. Um, you know, with the problem of his last three fights is he just doesn't press the gas. He doesn't throw. He just 
just does a lot of He's movement, a lot of feints. He just doesn't throw. And I feel like, I don't know if it was because of Usman or Nate Marka. I don't know if it was any of those fights. But it's just he's not the same, you know. He doesn't throw, and I feel like that's what, that's what, that's what happens when he loses his fights. That's the reason he just doesn't do anything, you know. Especially like, well, when I watched him fight Burns, oh my god, I was so like freaking pissed off because he wasn't doing anything against Burns. Not a damn thing, yeah. man. Oh my god, that was like, just do something, man. I'm like, do something, you know. He wasn't throwing anything, and mm. uh, or Kobe or against the fight with Kobe, I was super. Oh in that fight. Oh my god, super one. Throw like... something. Like, he does all these movements, he does his feints, he's trying to set it up and doesn't throw anything. And, you know, and if he can't do that against Vicente. Vicente's just too tough. He has a lot of power. He, you know, knocks out guys. And uh, he's a killer. So uh, I'm going to go uh, Vicente on this one. And I think it's a, it's going to be a decision because Willie, one thing about Willie, he has a good jaw and he hardly gets, you know, stopped. So uh, I'm going to go Vicente on this one. I, I think a decision. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Director. What up, man? I don't think any of us would have had these opinions if we were running this show back when uh, <laughs> we had the belts just the day before the Usman <laughs> fight. Um, I, I don't even want to say there were flashes of brilliance and awesome championship work ethic. Um, his title win against Robbie Lawler was a one-shot knockout. Um, caught him circling to the left and hit him with the boom right. It was awesome. I love Lawler. I was kind of disappointed. You know, really won that fight, but I don't. I would never blame the winner of a fight. Um, the Darren Till fight, he dropped him. I thought he was going to KO him, dropped him, finished him with a darts, got his black belt off that finish. Great fight. I was very impressed. I was like, this is the fight where I'm a Woodley fan. And then the next three fights happen, and I don't know if Usman took his soul or if there's outside forces that are weighing on him like they did, you know, for Connor. I'm not in his head. I don't know anything about making anything over five figures a year. Uh, <laughs> so that could do you dirty a little bit I understand um, Woodley has the skill and the talent I don't know mm -hmm. if it is the trick oh, yeah. try I don't know if it's uh, scared I don't know if it's also very likely that he's just fighting guys that are just great and that's yeah. just all it comes down to is that coin flip in the ring um, I don't see Vicente having any issues handling them in any part of the, the fight. Um, I'm picking Luque by decision because that seems like the smart money, but I don't think it's going to be a total blowout. I think Woodley puts up a decent fight. I hope. I hope there's some remnants of the Woodley we, we've seen in his win. I mean, five, six, he went seven fights without a loss in a row, you know, counting that draw, but he was beating the shit out of Wonder Boy, even in that first match that went to a draw. Okay. Um, so I want to see if any version of Woodley still around, because I don't, it just would be sad to see someone that good just be squandered mm -hmm. off of their own mental inability to perform. Uh, I'd almost rather see him just try and go out on a shield instead of not even, yeah. bringing, the shield, not even bringing the shield to the fight. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, but I do, with that being said, the way the numbers are going, I'm picking Luke by decision. Um, he's not KOing Woodley, I don't think, and I don't think he's going to sub him. Um, I don't think Luke really has a big sub record. Um, no, he's got no. six. No. Six out of 19 wins or sub. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but 11 KOs. Um, yeah. I, I just think Woodley's not one of the guys he's going to KO. So I think no. he's he, no, he, I have a question. I have a question for you guys. I have a question. If if he, if he Woodley loses, should he retire? Should he retire? Mm -hmm. uh, probably not. Would he retire? Probably not. I mean, he's 38. He is 38. 
I, I would say I would say yeah. Just go to TMZ, four, bro. Four stick with TMZ. Just stick with all the media stuff, Bellator? man. Or go to Bellator. <laughs> yeah. I keep saying go to Bellator. I see him going somewhere else before he retires. Um, I don't think he feels like his body is taking yeah. the wear and tear. I think it's all in the head. And he has good training. I mean, he trains with Rufus, doesn't he? Like, he comes up with a good, really good team. Yeah, exactly. He trains. He's one of the main partners of uh, Phil Brooks, which is great. <laughs> there goes your answer, right? There's that, there's there goes your answer, right? Wow. Coach. Wow. Oh, my God. Rufus is a freaking great coach. Man. He did hype him up pretty well, though. I have to admit that. Yeah, that. he did. Oh, my God. Remember that oh. documentary they did? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. it was like it was like Skip Punk was like sparring with Luke Rockhold, and they were like, "Yeah," I was like, "What are you? Who are you kind of? Who are you trying to? What are you trying to prove with this? Who are you convincing that that TM could hang with Luke Rockhold? Luke Rockhold is a dick douche, but like he can fight his ass off." Yeah, yeah, definitely, Coach. <laughs> man, Woodley. What can I say? I mean, I, I'm a I was a Woodley. I'm mean, a Woodley fan. I think he's he's a great fighter. He's a good champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, his come up in strike for was great. When he lost that mark for four, I was really surprised. You know, it oh, yeah. super caught me off guard. I mean, I've, I've been a huge fan of Mark Quarter as well at that time. Oh, yeah. Like, I had followed his career. So I, I know he's, he was a great fighter, but I know he wasn't that, you know, in his prime anymore. So when I saw him show up that day and just, I mean, dismantle Woodley the way he did, I was super shocked. So I was like kind of waiting to see how Woodley was going to do in the UFC. You know, he started off really good, got the belt. But I think Kumaro took took everything out of him. I don't know. He really hasn't been the same after that fight. I think Usman just took his soul and kind of a little bit of that firing spirit. I mean, with Burns, mm-hmm. like we said, he had nothing. I mean, he didn't show like yeah. he didn't put up a fight like, at all. <laughs> oh. That was a shame to see. And then the Kobe, I was super disappointed in the Kobe fight. Like after oh, yeah. all the trash talk that happened between the two of them and everything that he was saying about Kobe and what he's gonna do, and then yeah. to put on that kind of performance. And then he stopped because of a rib injury. I was just like, yeah. what? Like Even John Jones said the same thing. Like, really? Like, yeah. Like, a rib injury? Like, I get it. I mean, look, I've popped my rib. You, you, can, you can – I'm not an MA fighter. I've never been the cage either. But rib injuries suck. But, I mean, you're in there with a guy you hate, who hates you and trash talking you this whole yeah. time. And your, your career could be on the line, especially Dana already – you already have issues with Dana. This could be your third loss in a row. Why wouldn't you put it all out there, especially against this guy? Like, it, it just my, boggled my mind as to why he didn't, like, show up at all. You know, and that's what leads me to Lucas definitely going to win the fight. I think Lucas is going to come in there. He's got something to prove. In his fight against Thompson, it was a close fight. He lost yeah. a close fight oh, against yeah. Thompson, you know? Yeah. Was it wasn't like – yeah, it was a great fight. It's not like he got blown away. You know, he hasn't been blown away by any of these guys. He's lost all the – but his fights in the UFC that he's lost are all decision. Yeah. Tough opponents, you know? So I definitely see him winning. It's going to be a decision. I don't think he puts away Woodley. Woodley definitely has a great jaw, and you know he'll take the pain and punishment. Uh, but I think Luke had by by decision for sure. But I, I just think, you know, as far as should Woodley retire, I think so. I think his mentally, yeah. he's just not all there anymore. I don't want to see the guy like take any more damage. Just as a fan, I don't like to see take see him take more damage. I think he's got so many other things outside the cage, like TMZ movies, you know, music <laughs> yeah. or regardless of what we think about it and, and whether it's legit or not, you know, he's making money. He's got a yeah. career out of it. And it's like, you know, and obviously you can tell that's also affecting his training and he's probably not training as much or as hard as he used to because he's getting more bank out of these other stuff that he's doing outside the cage. 
Yeah. You know, so I think he should stick to that, keep his TMZ job and his rap career or whatever. And, you know, kind of go that or maybe go commentate somewhere, you know, do something like that. He's not a bad commentator. No, he's not. There's always been you know, nothing. He's a, no, God, no. <laughs> no, no, man. no, as a commentator, not Ooh. as a fighter. Oh, oh, as a commentator, okay, I, I I'm think cool as with a that. commentator, oh, fighter, no, please, no, no, no. no. get knocked out. Yeah, fight. no, no, but yeah, I definitely see Luca taking this one by the run. And Luca's on, he's on fire, man. He's looking yeah. at that guy, he's looking to come up, he's looking to, you know, surprise everybody in UFC and start, you know, making a name for himself, start coming up the, the ranks, you know, yeah. get up to the top five. So right. I'm going with Luca at the round decision for sure. Definitely. I'm with you, yeah. too. Decision as well with, with Vicente, for sure. It's just that, how he said, it just really, he got too main focus on the entertainment. Okay. And, I mean, before his loss to, to Usman losing the belt, I mean, during that period of time, you didn't see much of his training. You didn't see much of him doing what he needed to do to prepare for that you know, for a title fight, defending it. He was more focused on so on just all our social media, like, doing all the social media things, and that's why I think it started from there, how you said, like, his, his, like his mental, like his pride just went down from there. His ego just, and then from there, back to back, you know, to Burns and to Covington. Covington was the worst one of all. Like, they yeah. just, all that trash, all that hype, all that. All A lot that of people wanted him to kick Covington's ass. And oh, yeah. Yeah, me yeah. too. I, I, man, I was going for it. Like, come on, shut this fucker up. You know, like, yeah. I, I, I got to give it to Covington, though, man. He, he, you know, he talks his shit, but hey. Oh, he you know, backed it up in that fight. He backed he it up. He showed up 100% for that I, fight, I, I give him credit what he's doing for that. Yeah. It, but it's, I was, I would have expected Willie to do more, especially how you said, like, you know, this is. All the trash talk, the drama guy. that came out of that fight. Yeah. Like, I was like, man, yeah. this is not what I expected out of uh, no, out of Willie. I, didn't I thought like, that. oh, this is where he's going to come back. He's going to show the old Willie, you know, yeah. he's going to put it on him. Yeah. And then when as the fight progressed, you're just like, oh no, no, this, this is the Burns fight all over again, except worse because Kobe's just putting a beating on you. But even noticed too that he was so gassed out quick though. Like I think right after the second round, he was already like, yeah, he was being heavy throughout that fight. Heavy, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, he's not in shape. He's like no longer the shape he used to be. It maybe it maybe could be the ages factor. I'm hoping. I don't think it has nothing to do with that, but I feel that I think he should retire. Let's go do commentating. Yeah, I think it's a mental block. I, to me, I think it's a mental block. Something when he's in the cage or something, he's missing. He's like, he's not pulling the trigger. He's just kind of in there, and it's like he's hoping to win a decision or like to kind of hold out, see how long he can hang in the fight. Like it's, yeah. it's weird when he's in the cage. He's it's not the same guy. I don't and, see and, the same fire. And that's what he thought he, he could have done with Covington. If you notice that he was just like holding him down, killing the time to see. Okay, I'm gonna be winning. You know, by because of the points I'm getting, no, right? No, you're not. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to go over something on decision on this one because, yeah, I mean, he's not gonna lose right away. He's gonna just give up a fight because he has a job. But I think this is the last time we're gonna see Woodley in UFC. Oh yeah, especially with his relationship PFL, with Dana. PFL. Yeah, <laughs> no PFL, bro. Commentary. Uh, hey, man. I can see it with uh, with Anthony going out there, his teammate going out there. I can see him yeah. doing the same. But I mean, hopefully, he kind of calls it a day and just kind of. You know, does this thing, but I, I could see the PFL thing. I could see a million dollar pot. Uh, million dollars. Yeah. yeah, hard to hard to give up a million dollars. Yeah, you know, so that's very true. All right, so now let's go to the main event. <laughs> All right, so Stephen Miocic defending the title right here. You're paying sixty bucks for one fight. 
I know, right? Jesus, 60 bucks for. Oh, I guess it's yeah, for no, it's gone up. This uh, is like $70 now. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, it went up. I remember I just had heard it on a podcast. I remember it was Morning Combat or Find a Kid, but they're saying the price yeah. went up. Yeah. Especially yeah. With, like the HD stuff too, which I find ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now, but yep. Richard, I'll go to you. Who do you got on this one? Oh, you're putting me in a hot seat first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, you know, Miocic, I mean, I mean, what else can you say with his record? I mean, I, I've been a fan of him since even when he lost to Stefan Struve, I just saw something in him. And he comes back and defeats Nelson and he keeps on winning and he lost to Dos Santos and he goes on a tear, becomes champion, ends up beating Dune Dos Santos in the rematch. He's being Alistair Overbring for Richard Doom. Arlovsky Hunt. I mean, he's been the who's who, and he really solidified his, to me, the greatest heavyweight of all time. I'm a big Cain Velasquez fan. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fanboy of him, and always, always the greatest. But I mean, I think Stipe has done it. I think he is the greatest heavyweight of all time, and he'll just solidify even more if he defeats uh, Nagano. But for this one, I think it's, it hurts me to say, but I'm, I'm going to go with Nagano. I think uh, I believe there's been a fire lifted, you know. Up his butt. I mean, he's winning what four wins in a row, yeah. fifteen wins, uh, fifteen wins, eleven by knockout. His record and statistics speak for itself. He, you know, people forget Nagano is could submit also. He's uh, he has four wins by submission, so you never know. I think he's learned a lot since that loss to Miocic. So if he goes to the ground, maybe he has some tricks up his sleeve that we don't know. I think we're gonna find a totally different Nagano. Um, I don't believe there was a lot of. What's it called? How Dana would say, oh, got to his head. And, you know, he has all this money and his fame. And if that was true, he would have kept on losing. But other than that, he came back. He did lose to Lewis, but that wasn't, I mean, wasn't the greatest <laughs> performance of Lewis either. So bad. No, it was. It was bad. Yeah. It was so bad. <laughs> and from there, he beats Blaze, uh, Velasquez, who, you know, that one hurt me, was a punch to the gut, but. You know, Velasquez has been done even before that fight. Then he beats Dos Santos, and then he kills the knockout artist, you know, Rosenstrike, who's knocking everyone's block off, and he does that. So I think there's, there's been for sure a fire lifted up them, and, and uh, I, I'll say Nagano knockout. I, I believe I'm saying I'm saying third round knockout for Nagano. Ooh, all right, director, who did you got? Uh, not a, there's only one thing that can be said that hasn't been said in their original fight. The original fight, um, Miocic was the champion. He was coming in as the underdog, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I can't count how many times the champion has been the underdog. This is probably one of the only ones in recent history that I can think of. Um, but everything's being said that was said before. Ngannou's got the one-punch count power. Obviously, he hits. So I think um, someone in the last pay-per-view said that he hits like a Ford Escalade going full speed. <laughs> I guess that's true. I know they have that punching machine at the Apex Center. Um, and uh, everyone's expecting it to go one round decimation via one punch by Nganu. And in the yeah. first fight, that didn't happen. Stipe was smart enough to weather a quick storm in the first round and kind of grind him out for the, another 24 minutes. That being said, it does take the loser of a first fight small adjustments in the second fight and the guy who won the first fight 
doesn't know what he has to change. He's probably going to stick to the game plan because it worked the first time. Um, so it is really up to what Ngano has changed that is going to be the deciding factor if he's worked on some takedown defense or clinch defense um, or if he just lands that one shot right away, which he's very capable of doing. Um, it's unfortunate that Stipe is the underdog again, but it takes Stipe a lot longer to win a fight and significantly a lot more punches. I know in the Fabrizio Verdun fight, it wasn't quick. It was one punch, but he was backing up and he caught Fabrizio chasing. The DC rematch was a storm of punches that were later in the fight. Yeah. And most of Ngannou's wins are basically measure, measure, fatality. Mm -hmm. um, so that is still a very uh, realistic chance of happening. Um, I The smart money, if I'm putting money down, I'm still I'm picking the same thing I did last time with Ngannou and Miocic is Ngannou by KO round one. That's Ooh. all you can do. That's okay. all you can. That's all you can do. I'm sorry, Miocic. Like I hope you win. You are the goat. You beat the original goat, who was Verdun, and now it's you. And you avenged all of your losses except the Struve fight. So yeah, it's just now does Ngannou winning this fight make him the goat? Nope. He'd have to beat the same people that, or at least level caliber fights that his previous champions have. But it definitely means he's deserved the title. Okay. All right. Alex, uh, you, you know, uh, uh, I love Miocic. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm gonna get crap on for this, but I don't think he's. Uh, I don't consider him the greatest. Obviously, you guys know who I think is the greatest. Uh, oh my god! Uh, oh, that bald guy that nerfed on the UFC. Yeah, that bald guy that knocked <laughs> out. Bald everyone. guy that never fought at UFC, bro. Why are you still like obsessed? <laughs> you talking with about uh, Mark Lehman? I'm a Mark Lehman. No. <laughs> you Show him the toy, bro. Show him the Olympic the toy, swimmer bro. who's never been in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Show, show him the toy, bro. Show him the action figure, bro. I don't have – sadly, I don't really have one. Oh, I love that Krokop, by the way. That Krokop's baller, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's one of my best pieces. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I do actually have this DVD of Fedor. Oh my god! Oh, nice. The Dollar Tree. Hongman Choi. It's the greatest of all time at a Dollar Tree, right? Yeah, 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 yes. <laughs> next to the, next to the crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Still the greatest. Okay. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. I mean, I like Miocic. You know, he's you know, beat him with everyone. You know, Velasquez knocked out Hammer Doom. All these guys. Um. If he does beat Nagano, I I mean, retire on top. I mean, if he, if he does beat Nagano, I would retire. Retire because really, if you think about what else is there besides Francis, and it's not like Miocic is getting any younger. He's thirty eight you know, too. Yeah, Jones. I I know, but yeah. I just don't see that happening for some reason. If Miocic does beat Nagano, I don't see Miocic fighting Jones. I think he retires, and then Jones fights either Nagano or someone. Um, I just don't feel like Miocic has a lot left in him. I think he has a couple fights, but I just don't see him fighting. Uh, you know, Jones, uh, even though it would probably be the biggest payday. Uh, Both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know what? I, I see Nagano, even though Nagano, uh, he beat Rosenstruck. Was that his last fight? Right? That was yeah. his last fight. Yeah. yeah. And that was only Dude. like, what, 40, 42 seconds? Well, 42 yeah. seconds, yeah. Even though it was such bad form, 
Uh, <laughs> 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 I was way off. Yeah, 20 seconds. Oh, my gosh. 20 seconds. Uh, I remember telling Rich, I'm like, gosh, it's so horrible. But hey, he got the job done. He got, he got a knockout of it. Um, but you just can't do that fighting Miocic. You just can't throw bombs like that because Miocic has, re- has a really good counter. You know, he ca- look what he did at Redoom. You know, so can't do that. He's going to have to fight a really smart fight um, against Miocic. I do see Miocic trying to do the same game plan going for the takedowns. Um, but I don't think he's on a game. I think Nagano is working on his take uh, his takedown defense, and uh, I see uh, Nagano knocking him out, and that I see in the first round. Oh, okay, Francis. All right, you got that right, Chris. We're locking your technology. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you right, um, yeah. I told you. I don't, we're I don't your know how you can change lock it. it. He could do whatever you want. I still be Al- you can't, me and so. Alex. <laughs> Almost the same picks for the main card, and he still beats me. <laughs> he gets it in the undercard. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Except for that Aljamain Sterling thing, which I think was oh, the cat. Oh my god! <laughs> Who is yes. now um, gloating with the belt and posing like he won it? But it is what it is. Um, Ivan, you got picks, right? We gotta lock your shit down. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I gotta get the coach, man. Talk to me, talk to me coach. Ah, so two concerns I have in this fight. One is the cage size. I heard they're doing a smaller cage. Oh, yeah. oh, right. I see a plus and minus in that one. I see it as a plus from Gano because he doesn't have to chase steep air on the cage. He can kind of pin him up against the cage. But at the same time, that also means Stipe doesn't have to go that far to push back and Gano against the cage, make him, you know, really wrestle up against the cage, you know, clinch him, wear him out, wear his shoulders out, which is what he did on the first fight. If you remember that it wasn't really the takedown. It's just really help, not trying to finish the takedown, but getting him to defend, getting mm-hmm. him to wear his shoulders out, wear down his arms, so his power drops with every round. Every round he gets a little more tired, a little more exhausted, and and um, I can see that's happening with the smaller cage. If you go on the smaller cage, but that also puts a lot of fear in me as far as like and Gano's power. You don't got much places to run, and Gano hits you with one shot. It's good night. Yeah, yeah you you go down. That's the yeah, way you, you go down for sure. And the other thing that I've kind of been weary is uh, I know Steep has had problems with his eye, and yeah. I know he had a big problem. He had to have surgery, and I'm not sure how fully recovered he is from that. That's one thing I'm kind of worried about. But I think too many times we can out Stipe. I think Stipe is a mm-hmm. smart fighter who has a good game plan. Now, everybody's saying, like, oh, and, and Gano's worked on this, and Gano's – listen, he's knocked everybody out in the first round. That's great. He knocked Curtis Blades out. I give him that one. That was, that's a tough fight, but he knocked him out, what, in 45 seconds of the first round? And yep. Blades doesn't have the greatest chin to talk about anyways as it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Velasquez – that one really hurt my feelings too. I love the last <laughs> guy. I'm a huge fan, but yeah. that was an older cane, a broken cane, who was not the same. So I mean, mm-hmm. th- he knocked him out. Junior Dos Santos, same thing. Older Dos Santos, not the same guy, not the same, you know, chin, not the same with with all as far as with st- his striking. He's not. I mean, he's got solid boxing, but he hasn't been the same since the, uh, Dos Santos took his soul and his life in those two fights. I mean, he hasn't really been the same after those two fights. Now, as far as for a Rosa strike, I mean, 20 seconds and half of that 10 seconds was sloppiness. I yeah, mean, just kind of yeah. winging, him winging punches, just chasing him and walking forward with his hands yeah, up like that's this. That's what it was, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it worked against a, a guy like that. 
is it going to work against Stipe? Absolutely not. If you do that against Stipe, you start winging punches, he's going to shoot, try and take you down, put you against the cage. He's going to wear you out. Honestly, my my, I'm done counting out Stipe. I'm going with Stipe with decision. Wow. I think he's going to do the Thank same you. thing he did last time. I think he's going to make him clinch. He's going to put him, he's going to, you know, just hold out that storm in the first round, you know, just kind of bob and weave. I think he's going to try and save his eye and not get hit too much. I think he's going to try and clinch him, work him against the cage, really wear him out. I, I know everybody's saying like, oh, he's been working this. I haven't seen anything new from Ngana. I can't say he's changed or he's going to come in different. He's still winging punches. He's still throwing haymakers. Uh, takedown defense, I don't know. I don't know if he has it or not. He's winning too quick, granted, but I don't, I don't <laughs> think, you know, that's that's a plus for him, but I don't think he's going to be able to, to beat Stipe. And Stipe wasn't looking to take him down. He actually watched the first fight. He wasn't looking to take him down. He was looking for him to use his energy to defend the takedown, to wear him out with the threats of takedowns. Mm. Not necessarily takedown, that's a big boy to take down. He's using that more strategically to wear him out. And if you see he did wear him out, you see and Gano did clip him a couple times. And Stipe took those shots. Granted, later on in the rounds as he wore him out. So I think it's going to be the same game plan. I think Stipe, decision. Definitely. Put me down I mean, on that. Uh, Lock me down on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not changing my mind, Alex. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, don't, don't do it on the champion, okay? It's not going to be an outro. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Woo. Oh, my God. Oh, here's <laughs> you guys have a belt for me, so I had to make my own belt, okay? Okay, that's good. Richard, has he been walking oh. around the house with that thing on all day? Is oh, he, has yeah. he been pulling, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sylvia? Sylvia. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Walking in the grocery store with a belt on? <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I, I don't want to say anything. Alex has five topology accounts. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> that's actually pretty funny, bro. I like that. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god. I mean, and not only that, like the major factor for Ngano too, he's never been into a five round before. He's always been only just in, only with Stipe. I mean, he went five rounds. That's not, yeah, that's it. That's the only that's one. It. But uh, I mean, was that Blade the, the Jerry Lewis fight? Was that not five rounds? No, that was three. That was oh, three. Okay. I thought that was the main event. Oh, that was three. Yeah, it, but I, got you. I got you. I don't know. That was it's, horrible. I mean, his last couple fights, yeah, yeah that was so bad. That was Houston Alexander, Timbo Spice level bad. Yeah, it's a, it's a no, tough one. No, that was worse. It was worse? Okay. Yeah, okay. unfortunately. I'm, I was more like Dada 5000, Kimbo Slice. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 oh. Let me go there. Yeah, I went there. That's right. Five heart attacks. Kid be blown out. Somebody died in the cage. I mean, I don't know. A lot of things happened. <laughs> and that's only in 30 seconds. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to have to go with Francis. Second round TKO. Really? Ooh. Wow. I'm gonna have to go with him second round. Oh, this he, one he, he, I'm gonna, gonna catch one of the wrestling fans here. The Modest brothers who are wrestlers are not going with Stipe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a wrestler. He's a wrestler. Oh, that's right. Richie's a wrestler, right? Okay. Now Alex Alex hated it. <laughs> Did you? I hated wrestling. No, really. <laughs> I thought both of you wrestled. Tony Richard? I wrestled for like one year and I I, I quit because I hated it. Okay. Retired on top? Yeah. <laughs> you can't punch anyone because I did boxing and I I love boxing better than wrestling. Because I mean, okay. you can't punch anyone. <laughs> now, here's the question now. So, I mean, I think what we already asked before, but I want to get a recap on it again. So, okay. we do get confirmed that the winner of this fight will fight John Jones for the belt, 
That's confirmed. That's that's confirmed, confirmed by Dana White. Yeah, right. it's, just, yeah. yeah. it's as spoken out loud as a non-contract can be. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> now, the question is, what what would Dana will be happy with? You think he'll be happy with? Let's say Stephen wins. I, I feel that Dana would not probably be happy about that, in my opinion. No. I think either way. I don't think so. I, think... I don't think so. He wants to see Francis to win that, to win that yeah. fight. Uh, I mean, can you imagine, like, the ratings and the viewers he's going to get if he gets Ngano and John Jones for the heavyweight oh title? Gosh. I mean, come on. Yeah. That'd be insane. Like, he's salivating in the mouth hoping Ngano wins this fight. If he goes past the first round, he's going to be sweating. Yeah. He's going like, to be sweating um, a lot. More than remember, he normally does. Remember so. when uh, Ronda beat Alexis Davis and in the post-fight press conference, Dana already had the Ronda Sarah McMahon poster. Made. Yeah. yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. 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 He already has the Nganu Jones poster made and he will debut at the night Nganu if he wins. It'll be. Oh, I'm sure. Wall. Yeah. It is oh, ready yeah. to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, of course. Oh, definitely. And now it's like, it is unfortunate that Derek Lewis got to, you know, him being in the number two ranking, he's got to sit back and wait to see who wins on that fight, whoever Jones gets. So it's, I'm hoping they give Lewis a shot. I mean, who, I think he deserves it this time. I think that Derek needs another chance to, to, to get at it. So, I mean. I mean, Lewis one's on the Rogan podcast, and he's saying he won't wait. You know, he's like, I don't want to sit out. Rather, more, yeah. I'd rather stay active than, you know, sit out. Oh, so I, mean, I, I definitely see him take another fight for sure. That, he won an over him. But yeah, he, he did one over him, but yeah, that went out the window. Yeah, that went out the window. I mean, who else is left in the rankings? I mean, you got, I mean, shit. Um, Unless you I get Volkov the rematch. Uh huh. Yeah. That could be, yeah, could yeah. be Volkov or. Oh, that would You're be good actually pretty good. I'd be into that. Yeah. 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 Actually, I don't hate that at all. No. I'll be interesting to see. Yeah, definitely. Give, give Volkov the other. That'd be a good match to make. Aside from, I mean, I don't know who else to really get him out there. Volkov would be a nice. Volkov's been on a winning streak, you know, been looking good. Yeah, wouldn't be a bad, you know, rematch. Mm-hmm. And I guess the winner of that will get the title shot. Yeah, the winner of that could get the the next title shot after that. Be a good yeah. fight. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, who's Jesus Christ? Cyril Gain is number four already. You guys only got like three fights in the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! He he needs more. I think they're moving up a little. Yeah, he's late. moving too quick. I, I think he needs that. he needs a little more time. Yeah, let's season him up more, and then let's not put him up number four yet. That's a little insane. Yeah. You know, well, he, I know he beat Rose's strike, but you know, it was it was a good game plan that won him five, that fight. He has five fights and he's undefeated, and they're almost all finishes. That's that's fine, but he goes from like Tanner Bozer to JDS to Rose's strike. I mean, uh, I, the entire the entire heavyweight division is the top fifteen. I don't think there's anybody outside of the out of fifteen yeah. in the division. That that's yeah. the problem with the heavyweight divisions. There's yeah. not too many guys, really. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Especially after all the cuts, and like now it's really looking. Yeah, okay, so... real quick, look at this bullshit. Tai Tuvasa isn't even ranked. What? I was gonna mention him. Yeah. He drinks out of somebody else's shoe. That's why. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Lewis. He's probably never gonna say yes to this. I don't know how how he feels, but I would love Derek Lewis versus Tai Tuvasa for like Oof. a fight night main event. Okay. He's coming up. I mean, again, it's too. the same thing. Does, does number two fight an unranked guy? I mean. Nah. I'm, sure, I'm sure Derek gets the contract. He'll he'll sign it. Um, but yeah, that's weird. But man. you'd have to pay him way more money to take that kind of risk and fight a guy like yeah, most definitely. Ty. Yeah, you know that's that's a big risk. Big yeah. risk for especially for if it's just like a 50-50 fight and they both have the same exact amount of power to put each other out. Yeah, but I I would see Lewis putting his lights out. I'll be honest. I think Lewis has a little more experience. 
It's a little but, more, a little cleaner of a, a fighter too, and has and can actually take him down. You know, he's a little more athletic. Yeah, the wrestling him, for sure. There's no the wrestling, wrestling but I think the wrestling he'd come and put it in there, take him down, ground and pound. Yeah. Hey, where's Greg Hardy at? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Hardy, why do you care? No, really, Greg Hardy? Greg Hardy? Hey, he survived oh. that Volko fight. I mean, yeah, he survived, but still, I mean, it's Greg Hardy, bro. Yeah, but that was Volkov playing it safe. He just didn't want to yeah. risk losing to that guy more mm -hmm. than anything. Oh. You know, former. Yeah, he just didn't want to have that kind of loss on his record. Oh my god! Yep, you know? former. He's just like, I'll, I'll win the fight. I'll win it smart. I just won't. He didn't. He didn't risk anything in that fight. He played no, it safe. He didn't. No, no. Yep. So this could be either the retirement for Woodley. We'll go home, pay per view for Willie, or or stay. Maybe. TMZ life. <laughs> TMZ yeah. life. So I mean, out of all the cards, we at least pick one fight that you're looking forward to. So I'll go with you, Alex. Which fight are you looking forward to for the most? Oh, the main event. It's the best the fight in the card. Best fight in the card, right? It's I'm worth seventy dollars. <laughs> right, Richard. You feel the same? Yeah, I mean, I, like, I like this card. Like, there's a lot of uh, things are going to happen, a lot of cuts. I mean, like, Woodley, if he loses, if Malarkey loses, if Alameda loses, uh, I go with the main event as well. All right. Coach, you feel the same? Yeah, I think the main event is a thing to watch. I think that's the best fight card on there, uh, fight on the <laughs> card. But but Woodley, uh, Luke should be a fun fight to watch. Yeah. I think Almeida, O'Malley would also be a fun fight to watch. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I, come on, man! It's Miocic and uh, and Gano. No better yeah. fight than that, hands yeah. down. You know? Unless you had the Ortega and Vol Volkanovski fight, that'd be different. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know Wait, that'd be different. Would have been different. Yeah, I agree. If that if that fight would have went on, what's you guys' prediction on that on Ortega and Volkanovski? That's a tough question. Ortega, I think. Uh, mm. I, I think Ortega wins. I think Ortega by decision. Really, a close yeah. one. I think it'd be close, but I think it's uh, outstriking and damaging. Zombie. I don't know, man. I like. The I don't know, team. man. Uh, everybody's talking about he beat Korean Zombie. He looked great. He looked good against Korean Zombie. Don't get me wrong, but Korea, is Korean Zombie really that high, high I, I caliber I'm fighter? Not basing, I'm not basing my Ortega pick on that at all. I'm basing it on just how um, multifaceted Ortega is, and how. Volkanovski has great hands and probably decent takedown defense. Yeah. yeah he's got, Ortega, he's got pretty Ortega, good I think, has, Ortega has fundamentals in boxing that allows him to throw in his flashy shit, like flying knees, like when he took out Guida. And if those fall, he's got the best jiu-jitsu in the division. Oh, so yeah. I think he's got three backup plans, and they're all plan A's. Mm. And I still think Volkanovski shouldn't be champ. I still think uh, Holloway won that, that second one. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I think I think that Volkanovski and Ortega is going five rounds. Um, it's a close one as far as where it goes. I don't know. I mean, I'm a I've been Ortega fan. Don't get me wrong, but Volkanovski is a good fighter. It's a tough fight. Tough fight. Uh, I don't know. To be honest, I'm I'm not just sure on that one. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, director, so what you your main event? What do you think? I mean, do you. Do you go with the main event, like, like the fight that you want to see overall? Is it or? worth paying the 70 fucking bucks for? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't think so. It's no, it's nobody's fault about the COVID thing with the Volkanovski, but even then, yeah, 
would that have made that main card worth the price of admission? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, that being said, am I excited for the entire card? Like always, um, every card is exciting until it's over and you can reflect. Um, so we'll just see after it's over whether or not it was worth it. Um, and that's that's the best option. I mean, the opinion I can have about it is hopefully the people that are paying money get some great fights. Um, and uh, that's about it, man. Yeah, definitely. And then we'll have to see if we're going to still have a still. Still, baby. Still. No, we're going to have we're gonna have a still. new. Still, baby. As you guys said last time, man, I beat you guys by a no, lot. If, so. Can somebody do me a favor? Whoever wins, as long as it's not Alex, can you please put out a video also? Like a rap disc or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that should be part of the contract here we do that if Blur wins always has to put out a, like a, a diss album or a diss yeah, track like a, or like something a diss track. <laughs> yeah, like a post interview yeah yeah like out, out somewhere in a park by the swings I don't know somewhere a promo a, promo. <laughs> a nice promo <laughs> yeah just like Alex did last time I have I have stairs I'm writing something right now that if hopefully hopefully I, 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 if I do win I got I gotta get I, I got something Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Well, it's not going to happen, Chris. Because you know why? Because it's going to be still, baby. Still. <laughs> Richard, what? if you win, can you take that belt from his room and just burn it on camera? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to see him by a dumpster just throwing it. Yeah. <laughs> Make a Do it all DW style, like where you drive by a bridge, you just throw it off the bridge. And yeah. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for tuning in for this MMA episode five. We'll be back next week to recap for UFC 260, and we'll be announcing a new Tapology World Champion. Not gonna okay. be okay, uh, okay, okay. It's not gonna be still. Uh, and we got, your, we got your picks locked in. Before right? that, the year before that, come on, man, man. And we still got look. And your picks are locked. I still lost. They're still wow. lost. <laughs> Last time, oh, B Rabbit is on fire today. I on, know. <laughs> oh, can I wait? Oh, I can't wait until next week. I watch. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm looking forward to seeing. <laughs> I'm looking I forward to fire right now. Okay, Me too, man. I, 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 hate, I hate to break another thing. Alex has been living a, 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 a lie of a life. He's not even a real MMA fan. The only guy he knows is Fedor. I've been doing <laughs> the only all guy the picks for him. Fedor. Yeah, I've been doing all the picks for him. Wins. <laughs> he goes on Reddit, finds the top picks. Yeah. <laughs> I pay a guy in Russia to give, put my I picks pay to a me. Guy in Russia. It's a bot. It's not him. It's a Russian bot. It's a Russian bot. <laughs> you know what? And definitely pretty soon we will be doing top five for UFC, for MMA for sure. We got to be doing that. Nice. Yeah, I know we do have pro wrestling, like but we got to do that for MMA as well. So we might, Alex, you know. like, Fedor, 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 Fedor. <laughs> I don't Fedor, <laughs> Fedor, Fedor. Best light heavyweight in the UFC, Fedor. Women's bantamweight fighter. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, is that a real autograph or is that a, you know, one of the no, ones you buy real. in the store? It's real. Did you get it autographed? <laughs> no. Okay, no, it's not a real autograph. Okay. It is real. <laughs> oh my god, no. It better be real. It's like 200 bucks. That cost me a lot of money. I gave it to him as a gift. Oh, oh 
Uh, uh, you should have wanted the Dollar Tree, bro. You could have found the right there at Dollar Tree, man. I, I got a 99 this time, but yeah. <laughs> the only thing you, you get at Dollar Tree is Tito Ortiz autographs. Oh! oh. No, he charges for an autograph. Can you believe that? He oh does? God, yeah, really? I was at a I was at a, like a fight expo like years ago, and his you know he was lined up and everybody's like lined up and they're like oh and they came around they're like oh it's it, dude it was like fifty bucks oh, to do a to do a meet and greet and get an autograph and I was like yeah you're Tito Ortiz I'm not paying you fifty bucks <laughs> everybody else here like there's been like all these fighters are John Jones everybody like Cub Swanson Cowboy Cerrone free just lined up. You know, get free merch and then like take a picture with the guy who autograph whatever he got. This guy wanted to charge fifty bucks. I'm like, you're out of your mind, bro. I'm like, I'm not buying your crappy merchandise and I'm not sending in line to get your horrible autograph. I'm like, no, man. Hey, his punishment line is top notch right next to Nike, okay? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Selling out. Well he what is he? He's the mayor of Orange County. What is he? He's trying he's to destroy Orange County. He's on city council of Huntington Beach, yeah. Yeah, yeah. destroying the city. Yeah, destroy the city. Destroy the city. Orange County's not the same. No, COVID spreading. Things are getting shut down. <laughs> a bunch of people with bleach hair <laughs> walking around. <laughs> My Wear first flaming, little... flaming beanies yeah. on. It's, it's horrible, bro. <laughs> well, there I you like have Tito because he tried to call out. You try to call out Fedor, man. Fedor will knock oh, him out. No. Oh my God, uh, man! Here we go. Oh, here man. we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, thank you. On very that point, much. on that note. On that note, <laughs> thank you very much for tuning in once again. The TV's one I've been seeing here for the director, the one and only, Mr. The camera guy, the director, CK. All Wonder. the above. Yeah, All the whole, above. I'm the whole fucking credits. Yeah, the whole credit, <laughs> the whole credit show. Chris Kennedy, <laughs> and of course, I have the coach, Coach Mr. Veda, right here in the house. We'll be back next week as well. And the Modest Brothers. The Modest of Pain. There you go, baby. Oh, oh there you go. There you go, baby. Yes, yes. You put a sticker You put a sticker You guys should change the name of the show to the Alex Mars yeah. show. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, you, man. You oh, right, yeah. the Where's the mute button? Where's the mute button? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll mute him right now. All right. <laughs> Good night, everybody. We'll see you guys next week.